Hello, my name is Amy Smith, and I'm here with my co-host and amazing co-worker, Carrie Tobar. Whoa, 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 wait a minute, Amy. Do you hear that? No. What is it, Carrie? Uh, I think it sounds like cheering and applause. Really? Oh, wait, I, I think I hear it, too. <laughs> but what, what could that be for, I wonder? Hmm, maybe it's the sound of... The first ever episode of Shifted, a new podcast presented by Adopt Ed. Roll the intro! That's right. Adopt Ed, a free program presented by the Gladney Center for Adoption, is excited to announce Shifted, our first ever podcast. We will be creating episodes that dive deeper into topics we cover inside our adoption curriculum, as well as equip teachers and students with resources relevant to their education. Along the way, we'll have conversations with special guests about broader issues affecting teens, like relationships, how to navigate the future, and stuff like that. We're glad you decided to listen and hope you enjoy what you hear today. To kick off our first ever podcast, we thought we'd bring you a few special episodes. First up, what is Adopted? Exactly. You might be wondering, what is Adopted? Or why does it just look like the word adopted? Well, to give you some context, we need to run it back and fill you in. And we know the perfect person to do that for us. Here is our interview with the creator of Adopted, Jennifer Lanter. Okay, so we are here today with Jennifer Lanter for our first interview. We're very excited to have her as our very first guest. Jennifer, do you want to go ahead and introduce yourself? Tell us about your title, what you do at Gladney, and a little bit about yourself. Sure, I'd love to, and thank you so much for having me. My name is Jennifer Lanter, and I'm the Vice President of Communication and Education for Gladney. I've been with Gladney for a really long time. I don't like to say how long because it makes me sound super old, but older than a lot of um, students that you guys are talking to. Uh, I've been with Gladney for 22 years, and I'm also a Gladney mama. So about 15 years ago, my husband and I, we already had one little girl. She was beautiful and perfect, but we wanted another little baby, a hole in our heart, and it just wasn't happening. So we came to Gladney, and we adopted our son, who is an amazing person, and I don't know where I would be without Gladney. I love that. Also, a little fun fact, Jennifer is actually, Carrie and I, uh, you're our boss. So that's fun. <laughs> well, I think you're it's more boss like, lady. I think you you guys are my boss is really how it works. <laughs> Whatever. You, you're the person that we run to for everything professionally and personally these days. You're our Beyonce. Stop it. Aww. Guys. Aww. <laughs> I'm flushing already. Love that. How did you get to be such a boss lady? Like, what was your education? What, like, how did you even get interested in adoption and working in a nonprofit? How did you do that? Well, I had a, a very, I guess, unconventional path to my career. I, um, I struggled in school a lot. I was not a very good student. I have dyslexia and learning was really hard for me. Um, so, but I knew I liked learning a lot and I wanted to continue to learn and I wanted a really different life than 
a lot of people in my family had. So I decided that I was going to go to college. And that was a hard path because um, I'm first-generation college in my family. And so that means that no one was there to really show me how to do that. And um, I had I took a long path. It took me 10 years to get my BA, but I did not want to give up. Um, in fact, I was already a mother when I graduated. So um, I graduated later in life. I was, I mean, now I was just a baby, but I didn't graduate until I was 28. And so I had been a waitress for my whole time in college and even high school. And so waiting tables was a great career for me just because I was able to make kind of a lot of money at the time and I could have a super flexible schedule and still go to school. So at one time, I think the highest I ever had, I had four jobs and going to school. So that's one reason it took me 10 years, but it was totally worth it. And I was so glad that I did. And so when I graduated, I knew that I wanted to work because I was already a mom. I wanted to work for something that really meant something. I wanted to work for families or children, and I really wanted to use my voice uh in advocacy. So I just started putting my feelers out. And um, I actually had a high school friend that worked at Gladney and I contacted her and let her know what I wanted. And she told me that they just created a job at Gladney called an outreach coordinator. And that person's job was to go to different high schools and talk about adoption. And I knew that I wanted to be like a public speaker. So that was so exciting to me. And I applied for the job and I got it two weeks later. And I have been here ever since. So this is my first job out of college, and it's what I really feel like I was meant to do. So I want to say to the students out there, if school's not your thing or learning is can be hard for you, or if you have a really hard home life, which I did also have a hard home life, that don't give up on yourself, believe in yourself, and believe that you can achieve the dreams that you want. A lot of people told me that I couldn't go to college, including my college counselor or my um, high school guidance counselor, but I really believe that I could and I made it happen. So you can too. And you guys should see all the different projects this woman will juggle at once. So this is super impressive. I love that you used your skills and what you love the most, which is speaking and communication, and you just ran with it. You found your you found your little spot. We your found niche. her little spot. She made her little spot. Yeah, you made it. <laughs> well, anybody can do that, and I want. I want. I, it's really important to me that people understand that. So you create your way, and you believe in yourself, and it's okay to get down. It's okay not to know for sure what you want. I didn't know what I wanted in high school but I just knew that I wanted a different life than what I had. That's great. So tell us a little bit about your day-to-day life at Gladney. Well, I have a super fun job. I don't want to brag, but I do. Um, None of my days look alike. Every single day is super different, but my job is really about developing programs and processes to help connect Gladney services to the community and the people that need our services. So um, AdoptEd is a great example. Like that, that program exists to teach students and teachers about adoption and about the adoption process. We also have another kind of education arm at Gladney called Gladney University, and it is a wonderful, wonderful education component of our mission. And it's a great thing for teachers to actually attend. We do at least two trainings a month 
They're all virtual and they're all free. So if you want to learn more about Gladney University, please check out our Gladney University Facebook page. Um, it's Gladney University, and you can just see all the upcoming trainings that we have. But mostly my job is about planning, um, develop strategic plans. I also get to work on our content, helping to develop videos and graphics and um, websites. And I have a really creative, fun job. You know, we have this amazing program at Gladney called Adopt Ed, but we really want to learn more about it. So could you explain what Adopt Ed is? It kind of looks like the word adopted. Um, and just talk about you, how did this start and what is it exactly? Well, first of all, it's one of my favorite subjects to talk about. I love talking about Adopted. Adopted is a school-based adoption education program. And usually if I say something like that, I can just see the eye rolls of like, oh my gosh, that sounds so boring. But really the goal with Adopted and creating this school-based program about adoption, because adoption, first of all, m most people don't know, it's just incredibly interesting and complicated, has all the feels, all the emotions. I wanted to create a program that was really dynamic and showcased adoption for what it really was. I didn't want just, you know, a special, and I'm, I'm using air quotes here right now, like a special guest speaker coming to the classroom and just talking boring about adoption. I wanted the program to have videos and emotion and be interactive, and I wanted the students and the teachers to really walk away after they had the program feeling like, first of all, they learned a lot about adoption, and adoption was completely different than they thought. So in a nutshell, um, adopted, and it does like once written out, it looks like adopted, you know, like I'm adopted, but it's really a play on words. It's adoption and education together. And the program is really all about um, interacting with students and engaging students and teachers and helping them understand what adoption is and what the process is and why somebody um, may want to place their unborn baby for adoption or why couples may want to adopt. So we try to make it really interesting and, and really fun. So I have a question, Jennifer. So Adopted's been around for a few years. How has it evolved and, and you know, what are you most proud about? When we first started, I really thought, how are we going to get this this wonderful program into the hands of educators and students? Are people going to sign up for this program? And one of the most exciting things right off the bat is that we had more schools than we could service the first year of its inception. And that hardly ever happened. So that was exciting. And we weren't putting like a lot of marketing dollars behind it or a lot of big advertising. It was truly growing through word of mouth. And that meant a lot to me because that meant that the teachers were supportive of it and they really believed in the program. And so as the program grew, we only had one educator um, that first year. And we knew that we were going to, boy, we needed to hire some more people to make sure we were meeting that demand. And so the program started growing and we're able to bring on some amazing educators, Amy and Carrie. And so, <laughs> yay, yay. So excited to, uh, to grow the program that way. And then also it just became really sophisticated. We hired this amazing person named Noah. And Noah really helped um, tell our stories. He was amazing. He is an amazing videographer, content creator, and he was just really good at making everything I wanted for Adopted come true. So, and this is going to sound super geeky, right? I wanted the adoption program to be cool. You know, like really, like I wanted kids to be like, hey man, this program, if I'm, I'm sitting here in class and I'm 
I'm really like into this. Like I, I like this. And when we hired Noah and we were able to tell the stories that I wanted to tell, that's when I knew the program was really, really growing in a way that was super different than any other adoption education program out there. Yeah. And so those students, what age group are they typically? Like who is your typical audience when you're talking about students? Our typical audience is really high school students and older, like we are even in college classes. And um, and so I think it's really meant for high school students because um, there are some kind of deep thinking elements to it. And that's also one of my favorite things about the program is that it does challenge students to think differently and to take on new kind of a critical thinking um, roles and to really expand their view of what they thought adoption was and open their mind to change it to what it really is. So high school students are the, are really the target audience. So, I mean, right now we're, we're going through quarantine and COVID-19. And so Adopted has had to shift. Well, let's see what I did there. <laughs> um, and so can you talk a little bit about that from our, our in-classroom presentations to what, uh, what we're doing now virtually? Sure. So I've I'd kind of touched on the fact that the program was growing so fast before COVID. And one of the one of the ways that we knew that we could reach new audiences was developing a virtual classroom. So before COVID even existed, we were in uh, we were making plans to create a virtual classroom that would resonate with with students all across the country. In fact, one of our goals was to be in all fifty states. And so, when COVID happened, it was you know obviously devastating, and you know students were on spring break, and then they just never came back from school break um, last school year. And so that was that was we were okay in that area in the sense that we had we were prepared, and so we were about to roll out the virtual classroom anyway. And so it was just a natural evolution. And then, of course, we started rolling it out and fingers crossed and hearts crossed and just really hoping and praying that this program would take off like it did when uh, we first created it and it was in person. And then sure enough, we launched the virtual program. And as you guys know, I mean, it was successful right away. I mean, it was so fun to watch those um, those teachers respond to our, you know, our emails and sign up for the program. And I think that um, last time I checked, I think we're in 28 states. And I'm sure that was last semester. So we're in a new semester. And I'm sure that we're going to meet our goal of 50 states. Um, and if there, needs, if there needs to be a class in Hawaii, I'm willing to go in person and do that. I just want to let y'all <laughs> know that. you are. <laughs> so when you're talking about the virtual classroom, is that, um, is it all reading or is it like who, who is teaching that virtual classroom? Yeah. How does that work? How does that work? Why don't you guys tell me how that works? <laughs> I guess that's not how it works in a podcast, huh? So they are very cleverly asking me a question of how we how we reach students um, with our virtual classroom. So I, I referenced Noah earlier, and you guys are going to get to know him later on in the podcast. But Noah was um, very um, important in this in this aspect of the virtual classroom. So he filmed Carrie and Amy. We created a, a really cute set, a little classroom set in our studio. 
and I love the way it looks. It's so poppy and full of color, and it's kind of retro looking. Um, and so in that set, that would be that became Adopt Ed's classroom, and Amy and Carrie are the instructors. So they walk students through um, the different aspects of the lesson in different modules. And so each module, each little lesson is just very short and snippy, and um, snippy in a good way. Like it's just, it goes really fast paced, and there's a lot of videos, and there's just a lot of storytelling compelling um, elements to it. And so that's how we, that's how we transferred the regular classroom presentation into a virtual class. Classroom. So it's very interactive. There's a couple little um, times for quizzes. Teachers can take grades. Um, we our, our format even integrates with teachers' grade books. So we wanted to make it as easy and as fun for students and teachers as possible. Do you think once once we're able to, do you think AdoptEd will go back and do the live person in classroom presentations? Or do you think we'll stay just straight virtual, even for our local DFW area classrooms. Are you asking for the audience or for y'all? <laughs> Both. <laughs> no, I think that we'll, I think that an in-classroom presence will always be part of the program. I think that's, you know, important for especially our, our local audiences where, where we can see our, you know, students in person. I think that that's a critical part, but I think that the virtual option is a great option as well. And I think it's how we grow the program. So yeah, I think we'll have both. Thanks. Thanks for asking the question I wanted to Carrie. I love that. So Adopted has several different lessons. Jennifer, I was, I'm, I've always been curious. Do you have a favorite lesson that we teach? I do. I, I, obviously, I love all of, all of our programs. I love choosing parents just because I think it really gives students the option to walk through the process. And they, they understand how emotional it can be, but also um, all the... I guess the big decisions that birth moms or expectant moms have to make when they're going through the adoption process. I think a lot of people feel like adoption might be the easy way out sometimes. I've heard students refer to it that way or or that maybe that's the way, way she's not taking responsibility for her, um, for her pregnancy. And I can tell you from working at Gladney for so long, it's absolutely the opposite of that. So the expectant moms that we're working with, you know, in any in any world, they would want to parent their baby, but they're just not able to. So they're putting, in my mind, she's such a big hero because she's kind of putting aside everything that she wants and focusing on the best interest of her baby. And so when we get to teach students that and show them what that looks like through the processes and choosing parents and putting together the little profile books that they put together for, um, for you know, for choosing parents, it's, to me, it's just a very compelling and emotional way of sharing what she goes through. And I guess that's one of my favorite. And as an adoptive parent, I've been through that process, and I know that it's hard on both sides. It's hard on the adoptive parent side. It's hard to struggle with infertility and want a baby more than anything in the whole world and not be able to have that. Uh, and then and then all of a sudden, adoption is the answer that's right for you, and you are matched with a birth mom who is sacrificing something that, you know, basically her whole heart um, and sacrificing the child that she loves so much um, so she can give that child a better life. I, mean, I think that's, a, that's just really emotional to me. 
So for those of you who don't know, Choosing Parents is a lesson where students get to walk through the adoption process as if they were role-playing adoptive parents and birth parents. Jennifer, I want to thank you for, um, gosh, being our first guest on our very first podcast episode. That's exciting. Um, I really want to thank you, though, for the dreamer in you. Like, you you could have made Adopted boring and lame, and you just, you made it what it is today. You continue to bring new and fresh ideas to the program. You always say yes, and anytime one of us has a new um, idea, no matter how bizarro it is, and I just want to thank you for all those things. Oh, thanks, thanks, guys. Y'all are so sweet. I also, I should give a big shout out. Adopted would not be possible if it was not for the generosity of one of our adoptive families. So um, this is a big program and it is an expensive program, but it's all because of the generosity of a Gladney family and community partners. So we're very, very grateful for that. And and one thing that I want to note about our community partners and our very generous family that made Adopted possible is that that's a big deal because this program is free. It's free to everyone. And so we wanted it to be um, accessible to everyone, and we didn't want cost to be a barrier. So because of our generous, generous Gladney family, the program is completely free. Okay, Jennifer, so this sounds like it's really beneficial for students, but let's say there's a teacher or student listening right now. If they wanted to connect with Adopted to have a speaker come to their classroom uh, or to use the virtual classroom, how do they get in contact with Adopted? There's lots of great ways students and teachers can connect with the program. The first way is just to go to our website at adoption-education.com and learn all about the program. And there's even like a form you can fill out to get started on on the Adopted Virtual Classroom. Another way is you can check out our Facebook page and our Instagram page. Yes. So our Instagram page is at Gladney Adopted. And uh, that is a great way to keep up with anything new that we've got going on and get connected. Well, we did it. We made it to the end of our very first podcast episode. I mean, I'd be lying if I said I wasn't sweating a little bit right now. Really? You sounded like a natural though, Carrie. Well, thank you. I I don't know about you, Amy, but I learned a couple things that I didn't know, and I've worked here five years. I didn't know that Jennifer's son, Ben, loved our virtual classroom when he when he did it, when he did the module. That made me so happy. He's our target demographic, and he's an adoptee, so that was really special to hear. I also loved when she talked about um, the program and the donors. It, they Their donation makes the entire program free for teachers and students, and I thought, um, what a special thing to touch on. Yeah, they're really special people, and it's such a good program. I also think it's amazing that Adopted was already working on a virtual classroom before there was a real need for these virtual tools for educators. So I thought that was really um, awesome. They're kind of on top of the game for that. Uh, I also really loved that she shared that she didn't 
um, finish her BA until she was like in her later 20s. And so she was also a first generation college student, which is a big deal. I mean, um, that was just really amazing that she shared that and that she was able to turn her passion into a project such as Adopted and watch it grow into what it is today. So I agree 100 percent. Well, We're excited you guys joined us today for our first episode of Shifted presented by Adopted. Don't forget, we took notes for you today and it's all down in the description of this episode. Links, emojis, maybe even a surprise. Check that out if you'd like to know more. If you liked what you heard today or you can imagine your future self listening to us even just one more time, go ahead and tap that ever so satisfying subscribe button in your podcast player of choice to show us how you really feel about the show and we'll be back in your ears before you know it. I mean, share it with a friend who needs to know about AdoptEd. We are honored to be part of the valuable and limited time of your day, so thank you, truly. We'll be back in a couple of weeks with another special interview episode of Shifted with some very special people that you'll never guess. Ourselves! Wait, Amy, how does that work? I don't know, but I'm sure we'll figure it out. Bye. Bye.